And we're back for another episode of St. James's Pod. This one is a look ahead to Southampton away. I'm joined again by Peter, Alex Dawson and Thomas Page. How are you doing, boys? Talking about Waxer. 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 Um, we'll do some bit of club news before we get started on the Southampton game. So the big, the big thing I wanted to touch on was that we had a derby through the week. The under-21s played Sunderland at St. James's Park. Don't know if any of you uh, saw that. It, it ended 1-1. But there was a bit of uh, grief outside the, the, uh, the handball equaliser right at the end. I thought um, they would have the Champions League, no? The ground, kids being kids. We are, can't talk about that, Aye. I think... Yeah, was it I think that was fucking escalated by all the fucking um, social media kids and all that. They were saying, um, oh, rioting and all that. There was no fucking rioting. Like, that, that was nah. it. it was just kids being kids, chasing each other on that one. Absolutely nothing happened. It's pathetic. I didn't see one punch being thrown on the nah. videos. <laughs> it's a bit embarrassing, right, like. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd, I've seen a few videos and it didn't look anything out the usual. Um, yeah, it was nature, really, wasn't it? After the Everton um, stuff that went off after the game, I do <clears> think <throat> we should be holding the away fans back after they let the home fans kind of churn up. But well, usually because hopefully that's something they'll look The buses, the buses park basically right outside where the away turnstiles are. So there's always a sort of police, um, I'm not what you call it, barricade um, to separate the home fans coming out the Melbourne to the away fans. Um, but I think because there was like, what, 300 kids from Sunderland at the match, I don't think it was no. that much expected. Yeah, it was about three hundred. I think it was. I think they were. I think they were annoyed because they only let them have um, three hundred. But it was obviously just kids that got, got the medal. But you know what I mean. Exactly. So I don't right. think there was that much police presence, purely because it was just fucking out. It was just kids, like. But nah, it is what it is. Rivalries and all that. What are you scrolling on there, Pete? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Just some, uh, just some typical holiday sweets, mate. Got a mouthful, like a horse. <laughs> I'm sure the audio listeners will appreciate that. <laughs> oh shit! Is a buzz. <laughs> um... <laughs> We're recording the podcast now, please. Tell it, man. So natural and all that. I'm glad you're not all natural. So... Uh, other club news uh, Sean Longstaff turned 25 this week which happy birthday Sean happy <laughs> birthday Sean um, I don't know what you but can we even hear this he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's actually still quite young isn't he like we talk about uh, Bruno being young and he's well I don't know. I think just because he's been in the team for a while, when you see him turn 25, you think, oh, he is actually still quite young. He should be hitting his prime soon, but... Oh, well. 
the ladies team grab the win over <laughs> grab the win I, over Barnsley are you able to agree with you on that one like? <laughs> oh fucking hell uh, and we are we are currently sat in fourth position on 24 points so obviously last game we beat uh, Villa 4-0 at home if you want to check out our review of that game the link can be found on the main page but let's jump into the next game which is Southampton away so last time out Southampton played Crystal Palace at Palace I believe um, and they lost 1-0 I don't know if any of you has managed to catch that game or seen the highlights No. I haven't seen the highlights, but um, I know that from from what I've read about it, that they were pretty unfortunate, and that Palace were hanging on towards the end of that one. So, um, yeah, and Palace is always a difficult away game anyway. But um, yeah, I think they could maybe count themselves a bit unlucky not to get anything out of that one. Yeah, I, I watched the highlights the other day and. To be honest, there wasn't many. Um, didn't look like a great game, <laughs> but Southampton did have quite a few chances. Um, and one one player that seemed to keep popping up, getting chances, was Jay Adams. Um, he had one really good opportunity that, well, he kind of crafted it for himself. I, I think it was outside the box shot. He he killed it, and I think he hit the post. And that looked like a lovely bit of play, but. He, he he then just kept springing up in uh, in good positions and he couldn't. It's well to be fair to Palace's keeper. He had a good game, but yeah, I'd I'd say you're probably right in that. It, they probably deserved the draw out of that game, but um, like like most of the season, um, they're struggling to score goals, aren't they? Southampton. Yeah, Southampton. They were probably weird one for me, like. They'll look terrible some days, then they'll turn up and beat Chelsea. And yeah, yeah, they're they're a proper strange one. They've like I I rate a lot of the players they've got as well. They just can't seem to get any momentum going this season. Like they haven't had the annual nine nil yet. So hey, maybe that's coming on. <laughs> on <Saturday>. <laughs> so let's let's pick up on a few of the them players then, Dos. Um the the one that stands out probably the most obvious one is James Ward Prowse. Still at Southampton. He was heavily linked away in the summer. Are you surprised to see him still there? Um I am to be honest. Um I think he could do a job for um teams with no disrespect higher up than Southampton. I think he's like a fantastic player. He's I think he's just behind Beckham and direct free kicks in the Premier League all the time or something like that. He's <laughs> Um, and he just specialist. He just helps. Yeah, he's a dead ball specialist. Um, and he just r- runs the game. Like genuinely, I could see him. Like I'd say, like Liverpool could do with a player like him right now. Like he, he works hard. He, he can do it at both ends of the field. He can tackle. He can make the passes. Um, I really rate him as a player. And um, I think I think he's still like fairly young. Uh, he's still got, um, I think, his best years ahead of him. Um, How old is he? Not, 20, not 25, is he? 
not He's not 25. Not that young. <laughs> <laughs> he's 20 years. 20 years. So 20 years. You're giving me shit for saying long stuff, yo. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah, he's got years ahead of him. Um, I would take him on Newcastle if we get him for the right price, but um, I think he's got yeah. quite a long contract um, at Southampton, so you think it would take more money than we're willing to prepare, be prepared to pay for him. Um, I do think for his own England yeah. chances, he's got to move on. Like To be right, I know he's going to do this, but I think he's got to be at a bigger club, playing better football, more competitive football, to have more of a run in the England team, Like I do believe. Yeah, I think he's probably really harmed his World Cup chances with staying at Southampton. Um, it'd be interesting to know actually, like the reason behind why he stayed, whether it, like nobody came in from, or whether he actually just wanted <clears throat> to stay there. Which, if if it was to be loyal to Southampton, then like big respect to him for that. Um, but I do I do think it's probably hurt his. It's kind of like a player staying with us, like in the past. It does hurt your your England chances, doesn't it? Yeah, um, it shouldn't, but it does. Is there any? Yeah, it's how it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the thing, and it whether that ever changes, probably not. But definitely not while Southgate's the manager. Um, other players like like I said, Chi Adams. When I watch the highlights, he's going to be their main goal threat. Um, one thing, one thing I noticed was that he was he was getting a lot of opportunities without a lot of service. Or that's what that's what I kind of thought from the highlights. Anyway, um, how do you rate him as a player, Tom? Yeah, I think he's um, he's definitely um, progressing um, as as he's going on in his career. I think he he burst onto the scene at Birmingham. Um, relatively young um and then uh yeah he's ended up at southampton now and i think he's uh fully establishing himself in that forward line although it like we said it is a bit of a they've got weak options um in my opinion up front um yeah they've seemed to chop and change quite a bit but i think jay adams is is one who is uh is sticking around and and it's kind of taking that mantle that left by uh, Danny Ings um, and and he's yeah in fairness to him he's he's doing well I know he's one who can play kind of off the off the wing or through the centre I think he's starting to be a bit more fruitful um, sort of playing through through the middle um, I know looking at the formation that they were lining up with against Palace in the last game he was part of a, a front two uh, alongside a Rebo. Um, and uh, playing in a three-three-five-two, so yeah, he's yeah maybe that that might be part of the reason that the I, I think the may struggle a little bit in terms of creativity from from out wide. Um, I, I don't particularly rate the the wing backs who who started that game. Um, Elianusi has been in and out of the league. He went out on loan uh, to Celtic. Um, and last last season, I think it was, he's back here and I did don't score against us last season. Elianusi sure scored at St James's, didn't he? I think you could be I right there. He was like, on loan itself. It rings a bell to me. It just rings a bell that he scored against her. Um, 
unless he started the season at the moment left <laughs> left at the end of the, uh, the summer <laughs> i think he he was I'm sure he was on loan at celtic um someone guessed that so uh, yeah the, or at some point he was on loan at celtic um <laughs> maybe not last season maybe the season before um anyhow yeah He's. I don't particularly rate him in that sort of position. Um, I don't know a great deal about the lad who started um, left wing back Perraud. Um But yeah, I, maybe that's where their weaknesses are in in terms of that creative creating more chances for Adams. Um, is that they just don't have those established guys being able to play to him that way. Um, but um, yeah. They've still got some good names uh, in the in the central midfield. I do like Stuart Armstrong. I know he scored against Arsenal uh, yeah. recently. He looks like um, a player on him. Like. Yeah, he looks like he can break through, um, be a bit of a box-to-box kind of guy, a bit of a workhorse. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think Diallo's quite a young lad that they've got um, sort of playing in the centre of it all. Uh, it's quite a young team, really, Southampton, uh, generally speaking. They've picked up quite a lot of young players in the summer from Man City. Uh, I think they probably have some of the young, one of the youngest average ages in uh, in the Premier League. So, obviously, you can see why it, it, it's maybe not clicking straight away for them, and that's why their form's been inconsistent. Um, but they've definitely got talent there. Just They just need to sort of nail nail that first team down and um, yeah I think they should be alright come the end of the season Is Adam Armstrong still there? Yeah he's he he's game is he? Yeah But I'm saying he doesn't get his game come, he has little cameos every now and then but <clears throat> was it not like 25 million he went for something like that? Yeah it was quite a few yeah, you know, it, it was quite a bit of money because he like, he was obviously shit hot in the championship, but um, I think it's sort of uh, proven. You think he's that's his level? League player. Yeah, he's a bit be. of a Dwight Gale. Do you think? Yeah, yeah. I think again, I don't know if they've got his position quite right at Southampton either. I've seen him playing out on the wing um, and play, seen him playing through the middle. Um, I think, despite his height, I think he is probably better through the middle. But you need to have other people around him to, uh, you know, give him that support and play to his strengths, which is, you know, he's quite nippy um, and plays off the last man. Um, which, yeah, I don't think Southampton have really helped him too too often in playing to those strengths that he he obviously had at, at his days at Blackburn. So, um, yeah. It's a shame because you know I think he, he I think we let let him go a little bit too early to be honest. I think he was one of those ones that Rafa let go. Obviously, like Tony as well, they've proven to be you know better players after they've left. But I think they they still had. I think Armstrong still maybe had a, a year or two left in him before he he went uh, to to try and yeah get him. Get him, get his opportunity in the team. I think the issue with those is though, <clears throat> is if they stayed at Newcastle, they probably wouldn't have got the coaching that they needed to progress and be the, well, Ivan Tony especially to be the player he is now. Um, yeah. 
Pete, do you want to just update us on the Sunderland score? Nah, not really, mate. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've, they've just they've just scored there, beating Huddersfield. I mean, Christ, Huddersfield are down the bottom. But uh, I've heard that Sunderland have been playing quite bad, but they've just uh, scored again, haven't they? So, aye, shite. <laughs> Is that why you're drinking right. out of that mug, dog? Why aye? Huddersfield Town? My dad's th- uh, born and bred in Huddersfield, <laughs> he's got a season ticket there, so so it's an ample opportunity to bring out the mug playing that. Uh, home of Sunderland tonight, but unfortunately, it's not a lucky charm. <laughs> or, or might be the fact that Huddersfield are bottom of the league and doing absolutely bollocks this season. <laughs> One of the two. Aye. Nah, it's all your fault, man. Um, so the Southampton's recent form, obviously, they got beat by Palace, as we said, but before that, their home form, they've drawn against Arsenal and drawn against West Ham. And in between those two games, they went away to Bournemouth and got a win. So the the recent form is not actually that bad, but it's it seems to be the goals they're really struggling to, to get. Um, it it does worry me slightly that Arsenal only managed to score once against them. Um, did you want to have a look back at our head to heads in previous years, doors? Oh yeah, we. Um... As I thought, El Unicy had scored at St James last season, and then it was obviously the 96th minute or something penalty by Ward Prowse, um, which won mm. first. Like I, th- I think it was St Maximan who scored later on first. Then they got a penalty like with seconds left on the clock and mm. um, scored it. But also, um, it was the away fixture last season was Bruno's first goal when he had his back heel goal, wasn't it? Ah, uh, class oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was against Fucking Southampton. Quality so, goal, that like. Oh, aye. So we have had some joy there in, in recent times. Um, uh, we won one 0 a couple of years ago with San Maximan getting the goal as well. So, um, and this is before we've got all these players in, and, and they've all been working together. Um, so I think we can go down there with a lot more confidence this year. Um, that we're going to definitely um, show them how much better we yeah. are than them. And Maxi could be back in contention for a start as well, so he could yep. carry on that scoring mm-hmm. pole. I'm dreading yeah. that. Um, I'm dreading the old park the bus by Southampton night. To be honest, I think that's, I think that's nigh on a given. To be honest, like, well, mm. we're top four team now. You've got to expect it when. Well, it's it's it, I mean, that they're going to yes. play a bit more conservatively. Is that just um, above the relegation zone? I know it's early in the season, obviously, but ah. I'm just they will not want they obviously don't want to lose at home. They won't mm-hmm. want to, like, we've been battering teams recently, so fucking four ones, five or oh, sorry, five nils, four five ones, four nils, four ones and all that. So they will not want to concede. So they I am expecting a full on part of the bus may like. They're also getting um, potentially Lavia back, who's fantastic for them at the start of the season. Mm. The young yeah. lad that they got from City. Apparently he's in contention to be back in the squad, so um he was um, Ariel Ramirez's replacement, and he's, he's he's looking really good for obviously. I think Southampton bought four players off City in the summer, and he's one of them who's really uh, proven his worth. Stand and, out. Um, I, oh, I'm sure there's a, a couple of young. Yeah. Oh, he's one yeah. of them. He's 18 years old, but I'm sure they got they got a couple in from from City I in think, the summer. I. 
they they poached City's um, head of academy um, uh, to to be um, in their setup, and I think along with that, he's kind of recommended these four young players: Lavia, Bazuna, um, Adozi, and uh, was a, another, one of the other lads. Um, <laughs> Uh, a, a daisy? No, maybe I've pronounced them <laughs> pronounced it wrong. Um, but yeah, they've um, obviously the guy that brought in the, the uh, head of the academy was obviously seen these guys play week in week out um, at the the youth level and and thought that they were capable of stepping up into the Premier League and obviously a big um, show of confidence from Hasselhuten to uh, to give them uh, give them that opportunity. Um, so young. Um, yeah, Lavia's not even turned uh, twenty yet. I don't think so. Yeah, he has. He has played really well. So um, I would be a bit concerned that yeah, he he will come back and and, and be playing well again. But uh, yeah, we'll, I think we'll we should hopefully keep a a clean sheet against them. It's just more, yeah, can we break them down? I think um, it's going to be the, the real issue. Well, I'll go over our recent form then. Just, I'm sure we're all well aware, but it's just such good reading. Win, I win, might as well read it. win, win, win. Hogmill uh, <laughs> win, Villa 2-1 against Spurs. 1-0 win against Everton. 0-0 against Man United away. 5-1 win, Brentford, 4-1 win, Fulham. So, Man U away is the only game we fail to score in, in the last six. Um, we managed to break Everton down. You'd argue they had a similar tactics to what you'd imagine Southampton might have. Mm. Um, and then Villa. I'd say Villa. Probably... I mean, I know we were at home for that game, but they tried yeah. to try to stop us, and we scored four. But I am, I am less confident for some reason. I think it's because it's away from home. Probably, I'm less confident going into this one. But I'll just read you some of the the stats about Southampton. So, in terms of scoring goals, they're 16th in the league. Expected goals, 17. The 16th for possession. That's versus our eighth in the league for possession. They've got um, 20 goals against, which is 14th in the in the league. Their 17th goals four, with only 11 scored, and that leaves them 17th for goal difference. So, based on the on the stats and the form and stuff, you'd kind of think we should be confident going into this game, but. Um, I don't know. Is, is anyone is anyone mega confident? Anyone think we're going to turn them over or not as confident as I would be against? If it's a team that I know are going to as as much as we take the game to for the likes of like Liverpool, City, um, Tottenham, we we took the game to them. I don't think they're going to do that with us at all. As I, as I just said before, I, I I think we're going to be going at them. They're obviously going to play on the back foot, try and. Get one the counter attack, but um, I can't. I can't see. I don't even think it's going to be a high scoring game, unfortunately, because I think that it's just going to be a case of them parking the bus, playing for a point. 
Yeah, that's the thing. They haven't scored more than a goal since August. No. So, um, I, I can't see them keeping us out for the full games. So, I can't see us coming away from there without um, a point at least. Um, I think we'll control the game. I think we'll One just thing... play play. Um, yeah, go ahead. One thing I'm wondering is if it's going to come into play is with the the cup game coming up um, a couple of days later. Is that going to affect the the team sheet? Do you think at all, or do you think Eddie Howe just looks at one game at a time, so he doesn't really look ahead to potential starting lineups for cup games and stuff? Um, yeah, I think we mentioned it in a previous podcast about what we might do with certain players for the, for this Palace game um, in the cup, especially the goalkeeping situation and whether or not Carius comes in and. Uh, for the, for that one and, and Pope gets rested. Uh, I'd, I'd like to think that Eddie just takes it game by game and he's not thinking too much about that. Um, and also that he might consider playing a few of the first team players in that midweek game uh, against Palace because uh, it's a realistic opportunity of us going quite far in that competition. So um, I think there will be some rotation, but hopefully not... Um, you know, a, a, a completely different eleven. Um, I think we we should still keep an eye on playing some of the first teamers in in that game. Uh, it'll be a big shout to see whether or not Maxi starts the Southampton game. If he doesn't start the Southampton game, he definitely starts the Palace game. Um, and I would say likewise for Shelby um, as well. But that if he starts. Uh, doesn't start against uh, Southampton. He definitely does against Palace. Anderson will be close to getting a, a shout, you know, as well. Um, I was expecting him to start the Palace game, to be honest. Um, I know, I know, we're not obviously talking about it at the minute, but um, it's either going to be because I think he's uh, he just he had a little knock, didn't he? Again, for the, it was at the Tottenham game, he had a little knock, so he didn't even make the bench. Yeah. But I believe he was on the bench um, on Saturday, so he'll be close, but. I don't think it'll change much. Obviously, Joe Linton's out. I think it's going to be Willock, um, Bruno, and, and uh, Longstaff in the middle. Um, well, I guess the question is who comes in on the left. So, well, we've this had, is it, isn't it? you've mentioned Anderson there. He can play there. Maxi's coming back. He obviously can play there. And then your boy Murphy, Murphy. came on and had a great 20 minutes or whatever in the last game. So, do we just slot one of those in there? And if so, which one? Um, yeah, I'd like maybe Maxi to go in just for the recent form against Southampton. He's been great, and uh, but I think we're going to need somebody um, of his trickiness and ability to get uh, past a, a stubborn defence. To, uh, to, to be in again, uh, from the start against Southampton. But it uh, just depends because I, I don't want... There's no point playing him if he's not 100% because um, there are capable players that can come in. Um, yeah, I, risk him, like, I really wouldn't risk him. Like, if, if he's not like, 100% ready, don't, I, there's no point in just chucking him in um, when we've got people like Murphy, even Fraser, who could just jump in. Um, I don't think Eddie will do that. Eddie doesn't do that, does he? He does exactly. for the sake of it. The amount of time Max has came back then had like a relapse of his like mm-hmm. muscle injuries, like 
It's it's Eddie's not going to risk it at all. No. Plus, every single time he gets tackled, he rolls on the floor for five minutes, gets up and limps, and then oh, sprints down the wing for fucking. That's because he yards. uses that as an excuse for when he's lost the ball, and it's so fucking frustrating. <laughs> no, it is like. <laughs> Let's not get on to sleep now, man. You only gave him about, like, what was it, five to ten minutes at the end of the last game. So I'd imagine yeah, not long. he'll be used as a sub probably a bit longer in this game. So yeah. I think for me, he starts Murphy. Yeah. And then right. probably 60, 70 minutes, Maxi comes on, depending on how the game's going. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you, you play it an hour and then Maxi comes on against the tired legs like you'd be absolutely shooting yourself like there's nothing you want worse as a defender <clears throat> have him wouldn't that yeah after an hour um, see the thing is though what I've noticed with Maxi is he uh, I could be completely wrong here but I don't think he changes the game as much when he comes on as a sub I thought you were going to say it's Murphy there or someone. No, no, no. Is he, is he comes down as a sub? Obviously, when he starts when he starts and goes at them, he's fucking mint. But when he comes down as a sub, I don't know. I haven't noticed him change a game like you think he would with his mm-hmm. skill and his pace. You'd think he'd just fucking run through them. But yeah, uh, I, I, I don't think he's... I mean, obviously, he'd make a difference, but um, just as a sort of his perspective purely on his game... I think he's a lot better starting than he is an impact sub. It'll be interesting this time to see, actually, because this is the first time, really, that his position's been threatened. Because Joe Linton's been playing well out there. Murphy's been doing well out there. And Eddie Howe's not the sort of manager that just puts people back in based on, like, the name and the previous... Like, he keeps the team in form. So he's going to actually have to, like work to get back in there he's gonna to have to show something when he comes on so he, he might have a different attitude <clears throat> when he comes on as a sub now It'd be a, a, interesting to see is it like fighting for his place yeah but like if you um, think about do it do we expect any like natural left winger like yeah if you think about i know fraser says there, that's yeah. his preferred position but he's for me yeah i think yeah. the same Do we expect any other changes to the start lineup? Nah, it's not a lot you can change. <laughs> it's not a lot you can change with our bench, to be fair. Yeah, I think we'll... Shelby! Oh, what would you say about Shelby? Nah, he hasn't had long enough, has he? He's only had 10 minutes. 10 minutes last game, 10 minutes game before. He hasn't had long enough. Also, so, there's no reason to bench any of Well, players. yeah, very true, very true. Not one bit. Uh, yeah, very true. I think we'll go full strength on Saturday. Then, if he wants to make changes midweek, um, that's when he'll do them. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, Palace is the one, isn't it? For uh, like making your little um, your little tweaks to see how things go and all that. Let's move on to our predictions for the score then. What do you think is going to be the result of this game and what do you think is going to be the score? Um, once again, our defence is the best in the league. I can't say we're conceding. If we do, the odd one goal maybe. But um, I'm putting it down for a tight game because it'll be hard to break down. So I think we'll, we'll win 
maybe one nil. Uh, peace. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a very high-scoring game at all. And if, if they do score, it's you know it's going to be for a James Ward-Prowse free kick. Unfortunately, penalty uh, free kick. It's it's going to be a set piece. But you know we've got the mighty Nick Pope in there, so uh, I'll go for a two 0 two 0 win. I'll follow Dawson on his uh, prediction. I might. I'm going to go one 0 to two. And uh, I think, like you said, it's going to be tough. They're going to really, really pack it out and and make it difficult for us to uh, to get in behind. So. Yeah, I'm going to go for a sneaky 1-0. Sneaky 1. Well, I'm going to back us to break them down with an early goal. Maybe from another like set piece or something that we've worked on. And then we'll end up bagging another two because they'll crumble. So I'm going to go 3-0. And I started off this record thinking it was going to be a tough game. And I'm ending it <laughs> saying we're going to spank them 3 now. So for now, we're going to battle them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what happens when you talk about Eddie's mags. So, guys, uh, thanks for joining us today. Um, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. You can follow us on social media at St. James's Pod. And join us for the next episode where we will be previewing the cup game against Crystal Palace. See you then. Wanna hear you go?